pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab tested. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves 
Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more.
want to We can leave your friends behind Cause your friends don't dance And if they don't dance Well, they're no friends of mine See, we can go where we want to Place where they will never find And we can act like we come from out of this world Leave the real one far behind We can dance We can dress real neat from our hearts to our feet And surprise them with a victory cry Say, we can act if we want to If we don't, nobody will And you can act real rude and totally removed And I can act like an imbecile Say, we can dance, we can dance Everything's out of control We can dance, we can dance They're doing it from pole to pole We can dance, we can dance Everybody look at your hands We can dance, we can dance Everybody's taking the chance It's safe to dance Oh, it's safe to dance Yes, it's safe to Fuckers to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, is my much better beloved better half. Vlim. Hello, Patriots. It is August 2nd, and yes, uh Leo. Leo had a very interesting question earlier in the chat. Which I and, think you misunderstood uh, and, and I, I think I misunderstood what he was asking. Um there uh, now that I'm re re reread it, I reread his question. And um he was asking about extended bolt bolt catches an extended bolt release on an ar yes so let me tell you something one of the things i have found and yeah we're gonna we're gonna do a little gun porn here 
right off the bat. Why not? One of the things that I have found is anything that can make you cycle your weapon faster is gold. When I say cycle my weapon faster, for instance, as you can see here, I do have an extended bolt release. And yes, this became um, a mandatory necessity. Okay. Um, when I went through OTC, after OTC, I had blisters on my fingers. A, from pulling the trigger, but B. What's OTC? Uh, the operator training course. It's okay. what you go before you go into Delta. Okay. Anyway, when I went through OTC, I had blisters on my fingers. I thought that used to be the land, sea, and air navigation course. No, that's the that's what your selection oh, okay. course is. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but this became fucking needed. It, this became a must have. Let me tell you something. This is, it makes you, um, three and a half seconds faster on magazine changes. Okay. So think about it, what this does. Okay. So as I pull my bolt back, this catches my bolt. So if I'm sitting there shooting, right, I'm going bang, 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 right. And all of a sudden, my bolt walks back to the rear. I drop my magazine, slap it in. I don't have to go over here to smack the side of my weapon. I just hit it with my finger right here. And it's forward again. And I've got a bullet in there. And boom, you're off and running again. I've never taken my rifle off of the target. So I can keep shooting at this point. Now listen, there's a lot of things to get for your rifle. Okay, one of the biggest ones, the first one I recommend, and you see it here, it's blue. There's a reason why I have it a different color. This is your operating rod handle, okay? Let me tell you something. You want this bitch big. You want it as big as you can get it, okay? First of all, if you're wounded, have you ever been shot? I've been shot. When I was shot, one of the things that didn't work real well was my arm. And let me tell you something. I wanted, I wanted my operating rod as big as I could because I was trying to lock and load my weapon off of my leg because my arm didn't work. You want something huge. That's the first thing you get. It's probably a grand total of $25. Swear to God, 12, $25. You can find them online. They're cheap as fuck. You can get different colors too. And I recommend get a different color because this one is a butterfly. So both will operate. All I got to do is grab one side or grab the other side and I can open, I can pull my, my bolt back. All right. Number one, number two, the other thing I recommend you spending some money on is your trigger. A lot of people don't realize this. I have a two, two stage trigger in this rifle. So when I pull the trigger, I can pull back pretty far to where I hit the brake. I can feel the brake. And from the brake, if I pull any further, shoot the ceiling. it is just a quick click and that's it. Mm -mm. And my reset is even better. Watch this. So this is what you're looking for is the reset. Watch how far my finger moves in the reset right there. I just reset and now I'm shooting again. See what I'm saying? These are all little things, not a lot, not very expensive. The most you're going to spend is on the two-stage trigger. This is a Giselle. I have a, uh, a Giselle two-stage trigger in this weapon. Um, you're going to spend about $200 on that. 
that's probably the most expensive thing you're going to spend. Yes, it is a five, five, six. So, uh, I recommend, I recommend above everything else, get you a two stage trigger, um, get you just add to whatever that can make you shoot this rifle faster. That's what you're looking for. You're looking for any edge. And that's why it's important that you figure out what works for you. Shoot it a lot. I mean, put thousands of rounds, put blisters on your fingertips. That's what it takes. You've got to shoot that much ammo to be that proficient. Just to let you know, it's not, it's not a cheap profession. So learn how to start reloading your own ammo. Learn how to do all of that shit. All of that shit is going to become important in the future. Yep. So how was your day today, babe? Leo, I hope I answered your question better. I hope now you have an idea of what to get. Um, I hope that's what you were talking about. If not, send me a picture and get me offline. Um, how was my day? It was fine. Good. It's a normal day. Good. I installed a bunch of doors and did a bunch of dumb shit. What's new? I went shopping with my mother. That must have been interesting. <laughs> Actually. How I, much shit did she? Because I didn't spend a dime. Well, that's such I stopped at Kroger on the, buy the home kids. And, How much shit did and she got buy the some kids? um well she bought some stuff for the house. She bought all the school supplies for the kids. I gotta say, my mom is actually both my parents, really, as much as I bitch about my dad sometimes, my parents are pretty fucking kick ass. No, they really are. I called my dad first thing this morning and I said, Hey dad, can I borrow the expedition on Friday to drive down to Florida and pick up a whole bunch of chickens and a rooster? And he said, Sure, you want me to set up the dog crate in the back? Wow, I, I I was expecting you to take my truck because that, what else you? Why would you take the expedition? Why not take the pickup? Because I don't want the because driving down driving up the highway for three hours. I don't want the birds in the open air. Dude, in the they back don't like give a fuck. They might. They might. You know. They. So, how do you think they transport them? It's it, in. I don't know, but I didn't because all I have Jesus. is an open like dog crate. Yeah, but for the the chicks, you put them in a box in the back. Yeah. You put the big bird in a dog kennel in the back of the truck. You grab the dog kennel out of the. Well, there's more than one bird. There's a bunch of them. So um, what do you mean? A, one on, rooster and laying hens. How many laying hens? I don't know. Not that many, but it'll increase our egg supply. Remember, we started with a whole bunch more chicks than what we have. True. So and I, I got you. would have been laying at this point. So we'll you. be getting eggs right off the bat. From I got them. you. Um, we won't have to raise them from chicks. But anyway, I call, I'm plus. I know he'll put a full tank of gas in it because he's good like that. You are a fucking what a <laughs> man. <laughs> we talking about loyalty last night. Everybody, yes, that hit a nerve. We got a lot of. Well, I, I'm glad no, that see, you guys all feel the same way I do. No, no, here, I am so happy. No, we got so many positive messages that said, mm-hmm. "Hey, no, I feel exactly the same way you feel." I am fucking happy um we all agree on something the thing is like i can't even tell you how incredibly supportive my parents are of what we've been doing of me not working growing growing my own food like i i could never imagine my mom not calling me every day going are you looking for a new job have you found a new job yet because you know she did that for a while 
And, uh, and then I was like, I'm not intending on going back to work. I'm going to, you know, try and grow all of our food and, and do this and be home with the kids. And she was like, all right, all in. And I think, I think maybe she, I think she's so supportive because she did not have the opportunity to do, do that with me when I was a kid. Cause I, it was just she and I, and I mean, don't, don't, I mean, for a long time, it was just she and I, I, I kind of had a stepped out in the background, but whatever, um, here and there. Whatever, until, the first one was a jacket. Yeah, it's, exactly. Until my, and my I dad that. that I have now married yeah. my mom when I was 15. And at that point I was pretty much self-sufficient independent anyway. But when I was younger, you know, my mom left, left the house at six in the morning to go down to the city and then get home till eight, nine o'clock at night, every night, every day. And, you know, so she didn't get to spend time with me. And I think Liam got to her too, because I think he, he made some comment about how he really loves me being home and, you know, like just spending time with, with one of the things like one of the, with us, it's not just, it's not just Liam. It's what I told your mother while we were on vacation. Cause she asked me, she goes, well, isn't Vanessa going to get a job? I said, no. She said, you're okay with that. I said, absolutely. I said, Shh. I said, mom, are you, are you crazy? I, I, I was like, look at what she does. We, we don't even go to the grocery store anymore. 90% of everything, everything we eat comes out of our own garden. As far as, I mean, except for honestly, except for like pasta, which that's want, actually not hard to do. I want to learn how to make that next. We'll be doing that soon. I'll tell you that I tell you um, to bring Ziggy on as a Saturday fantastic. because Ziggy, on a Saturday mm -hmm. on your gardening show, yeah. holy shit, Ziggy could teach you all some shit. Sweet. Telling you what, he's an old redneck, but I tell you what, I love, Perfect. he's my old lieutenant. Yeah. And the guy is, he knows more about farming, more about animals, more about ducks, more about chickens, more about cooking food. I mean, he cooks like literally, we would eat at the firehouse and I would eat a three course meal mm -hmm. for dinner. Yeah. And you, you never make fun of the fat firefighters because they're the ones that always <laughs> the ones that know come. how to cook. And I tell you what, we would buy everything. We never ate like bullshit. We never ate like, oh, let's just make hamburgers. Like somebody said one night, and Ziggy's like, fuck that shit. I'm going to make fucking. He ended up like making us ratatouille lasagna. It was ridiculously good. It was fucking outstanding. And I was like, holy shit. He made uh he makes this one dish, this boil it's uh it's not boiled meat, but it's cooked in a um um like the what you cook the bread in. Mm -hmm. Yeah, in a Dutch oven. In a Dutch oven. Yep. And you cook the meat in mm -hmm. a Dutch oven. Yep. And then you pull it out and you put it on bread and you make a sandwich out of it. Yeah. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. And I was just like, every time he cooked it, I was like, holy shit, we're eating good tonight. I'm going to be fat and happy before I go to bed. And I'll tell you what, I you just, those guys telling you, they know how to do shit. These people that know the old ways, you got to find them. They're yeah. out there. They're, they're all around you. You just got to ask the right questions. There are people that know about pickling, canning. Uh, they know about all of that stuff. Fucking, um, one of my best friends uh, up at Fort Bragg. He's still up there. He, big time hunter. He told me about how they used to brine meat back in the day and hang it uh, for deer. The, the Indians used to do it and they would brine their meat in salt and water and yeah. then hang the meat out to dry. Yeah. And they could eat off of that for like 23 months. Yeah. 
Literally, you could cut meat off of that for 23 months and nothing would touch it. Mm-hmm. The bears won't touch it. The wolves won't touch it. Well, the wolves probably will, but you hang it up high enough, they won't. Um, but the bears won't touch it. Everybody else won't touch it because it's been brined. But you can literally eat off of this piece of meat for like two years. Well, you need to kill us a deer here soon. So, well, um, I got plenty running through the yard. That's good. Or we're going to need another cow soon because we got about mm, maybe six weeks left to meet. So, uh, got to get the bow out. Yeah. Start hunting something. Exactly. Right. Uh, we'll figure something out. Anyway, we always again, do. We're coming up on my birthday. So, you know, maybe we'll, we'll uh, make a road trip and go get some yeah. cow. We'll, we'll ask for that as our joint birthday presents. <laughs> birthday and Christmas. Can you buy us a cow? There you go. That'll work. Anyway. I'm down with that. Yeah, exactly. So. Gets us through another six months or eight months, whatever. Well, yeah. full cow this time would get us probably closer to a year. So. Hey, I'm down with that. Although, we don't have to buy meat for fucking a year. Absolutely. Seamus is eating more now because now he's he's pretty much stopped growing up and now he's starting to grow out, which he needs to. I started feeding him twice a day again because he's he needs to put some some bulk Need some on calories. Yeah. 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 As much as they play. So Jenna's happy making your own butter is so freaking easy. Um, but you have to be careful. I did learn this kind of the hard way. Cause you can go way too far past it. Cause if you go past it, <laughs> it becomes whipped butter. Thank you, Jamil. Um, Jamil, um, fuck it. whatever. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you, you end up when it goes past the, the butter stage, you end up with whipped butter, which is actually really fucking good. And I use it for like spreading and it's actually easier to spread than really, regular butter. It really is. Um, but I'll have to make regular butter again here soon, but literally you just throw some heavy cream in a blender, like in an artisan blender, a stand mixer and let it go and just watch it. I throw a cloth over the top so that when it does turn to butter it doesn't splash everywhere the buttermilk doesn't go everywhere but uh other than that it's super easy so anyway there you go oh ebook of the lost way smokehouses root cellars you fuck yeah mm-hmm. absolutely do you have that on digits though that's the question you do have to shake it though you got to shake it really hard yep just saying genesepi anyway. gotta shake it Anyway, where okay. are we going here? So we're done with the gun porn. All right. And on the, the, you know, family update, it was the first day of school today too. Oh, no shit. Yeah, that's Yeah, true. that's right. It was the first day of school. Yeah. We're going to do this from now on. We're going to make this a thing. I think all you parents should get behind this too. Um, it's going to be a party on the first day of school. So when the first day of school happens, what you do is you take off of work. Everybody, all parents take off of work. Yeah. First day of school, all parents should take off of work. You, you all meet up at a house and you get fucking, you start day, day drinking, boom, at fucking eight o'clock in the morning. And you keep drinking until your kid gets off the bus. Yeah. You just make sure your kid has a, a, a ride, a ride home. The bus you don't have to go That's it. <laughs> just that make sure he's got a ride home. Yeah. I think every parent should do that from now on. Mm-hmm. We're just going to call it day drinking. Yes. That'll be the holiday. The first day of school. First <laughs> day, day drinking. of school holiday, day drinking. And, you know, different school districts start on different days. So it wouldn't be like your, you know, job would have to shut down. Yeah. It would just, you know, just on uh, certain just days, some creative scheduling. It'll be fine. That's my, uh, it's my thought. I, I think we should do it for everybody going, especially at a high school, because my kid going to high school today, <laughs> man, I loved it. It was so much fun. He made a friend on the first day. I know. I know. Or he claims. She's a hot, a hot little Brazilian chick. He or he claims. Hmm? We'll see. 
We'll yeah. see. I, wow. I, I wait till we have, you know, proof positive. Yeah. He's got a, like a, another living being that actually likes his presence until that day. Besides me. Besides you. And the yes. devil. Yes. Besides the two of you. Yes. Okay. I'm just saying he's an <laughs> asshole. So. Well, he takes after you in that regard. Well, I mean, he does. No wonder he, you guys. Uh, well, anyway, you get angry at me and I walk away and you're like, why are you? Why? Are you? It's like, you're the asshole. You're the ultimate asshole. You're picking at him. And then you're picking at me. Like, <laughs> I wonder if I can make these two bounce off of each other even more tonight. That is not me. That is so you. <laughs> so not me. You are such a raging cut. <laughs> Holy shit. Oh, all right. Best day of the year. Woohoo! Yes. Absolutely, so Genesis. That's why I want to do that. That's Here. why I think it'd be outstanding. We're gonna, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna start in New York City. How's that? Hey, actually, no. Do me a nope, favor. No, nope, no. Nope. Do you have um do you have dipshit from last night uh, going over the Trump charges? Yeah, but I don't want to. No, no, there. I want to start there because actually I want to bring something up and I, everybody's going to get a lot about it. We'll, we'll get to that next. I just let me let me just do this really quick. OK, okay we'll do this. There's like two click and two two New York fine, City. Fine, clips. fine, fine, fine. And I got then, you. I got you. Okay. I got you. You spent all day doing that. Yeah, yeah, I got yeah. you. This all I do is listen this, to shit and type Eric, up stories. Eric Adams uh, from a couple days ago, actually, you know, now he's all up in arms about the illegal immigration and he wants the federal government to do something about it. And they're sending him a, um, they're basically sending him a commissar, like a political commissar, like they're a political officer. Yeah. A political yes. officer. Yes. And, um, shut up, Eric. That's yeah. what they're, they're coming. Just tell him, shut up. Eric. They're like, sorry. Cause uh, Congress has to do something. We can't do shit. Yeah, so, because anyway. they don't have any money to do anything with, I mean, because they've already exceeded their discretion, their discretionary spending limit. Yes, the executive branch mm. has already exceeded their discretionary spending limit. Oh well, yeah. You know why? Because we spent another fucking three point five billion dollars to fucking Ukraine. Mm. That's why. Oh, now we're sending three hundred and sixty-five million to Taiwan. To, oh yes, to and up a, their defenses. A, a military aid package so, of F-16s, which uh -huh. just made Zelensky lose his fucking mind. Exactly. Like, well, where are those? Are, are those coming Russia, to me? So now we want to start a war with China, because why not? But anyway, let's let's start in New York City because there's a full-on war going on there. Eventually, this was going to come to a neighborhood near you. Having someone embedded is a good start. That, that came from the Secretary of Homeland Security. We want to thank him. But I've been very clear on what we need. We need to control the border. We need to call a state of emergency. And we need to properly fund this national crisis. Eventually, this was going to come. Control the border. Really? Really? Hey. Instead of being a sound bite for like a clip for some stupid liberal channel that's not going to understand what you're saying anyway, mm -hmm. Eric, how about you do something like legislate as a mayor should? Instead of coming up with excuses of why you can't get the problem fixed. I hear they're putting them in the soccer fields on, I don't know, Rockefeller Island or some shit. How about you just fix them? What, do you, what is he going to do with them? He's got to he's got to have some pull because, you know, what's her name said that like New York's an open state, it, a, sanctuary city. a sanctuary city. So well, if 
You're a saint. You should do something. You got the money. Right. Stop. Hey. Don't don't tell us that. Oh, well, New York City does bullshit well, with what you pay in parking. Fuck you. The people in New York are so pissed off that this is now what's going down. This was tight. God, man. Ain't nothing you can do, though. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Tell you top police. Stop playing. Ain't nothing you can do, man, until the police come in. Hey, hey, no, you, hey, don't, hey. Ain't nothing you can do, man. Don't do that. Don't do that, man. Don't do that. Get him! Get him! Get him! Yeah. That's what your mom and dad should have been doing you years ago. You stupid shit. That's no fuck that. That's not war. That's finally somebody getting their comeuppance. Yeah. Fuck you. No, you deserve that shit. Walk in their store. Try to walk out with fuck you. With a garbage can full of shit. Fuck around, find out. That's a it's a name of the game today, baby. Look, if you're not protecting your shit like that man was, that store owner was, fuck, what are you doing? Wait, wait, I'm relying on the cops. When do the cops, when have the cops ever showed up on time? <laughs> Never. They don't even show up in New York anymore. Never. Your brother doesn't, he doesn't want to be a cop anymore. How long has he been a cop? Like 20 years. Yeah. He doesn't want to be a cop anymore. He's like, I don't even know what else to do because my body's so fucked up now. I can't do construction. And. You know, because he's just realizing that the jab's bad. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, they're coming to hard terms about that one. Are they now? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's caused a lot of fights in the house. Yeah. She's still trying to push it. And he's just like, Are you serious? I'm so fucked up. I can barely work. And yeah, it's causing a lot of problems. How are the kids doing? They're all jabbed. Yeah, I know. You know, it's, um, mm. it's a rough. You know, look, folks, there's, it's one thing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to make an excuse for anybody that did it or didn't do it. Understand what I'm saying here. It's one thing for me to go get a jab. It's a whole different thing. Whole different sack of cookies for, for me to take my kids and have them get the jab. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, I've been jabbed with everything. I was in the military, dude. They took a gun and stuck it to my arm with a vial of... I have absolutely not one clue, iota, of what the fuck was in the vial, but the whole thing got shot into my arm. I was sick for weeks afterwards. So was everybody else, as if it was normal. So we never thought anything different about it. But with what I know today, with what I have learned today, if I could go back, Fuck you. Put any of that shit in my body. Well, since you're there. Fuck that. This this is... Real quick. It blows my mind with what people talk about today. Well, I'm glad to hear your brother is starting to come around and you should have him or I'll call him because I can help him with some no, protocols. No, you're so. not. No, you're not. No, you're not. He will call us. No, you're not. No, you are not. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. Listen, listen very carefully on this one. And this goes for all of you too, because some of you might have this. 
you might have family members uh, and I'm going to be very blunt about this. And if he doesn't like it, fuck you very much, dude. But guess what? You deserve to hear this. There are family members out there that you're going to tell about this disease. You're going to tell them about the jab. At first, when you talk to them about it, they're going to tell you to pound sand. As you've been talking to them about it for two or three years now. They're going to tell you to pound sand. When they start to learn about it on their own and they start to realize the damage they've done to themselves, they're going to start first, they're going to start asking questions. If you try to go too far, too fast with the questions and try to red pill them too quick, they'll walk right the fuck away from you. If you let them figure it out on their own, if you tell them, you go do your research. This is what I found. That's the way I handle all of this shit with my brothers. This is what I found. When I leave that inkling, it takes about three weeks. Three weeks, he's done a little bit more research and he comes back with another question. Hey, what about this? Did you hear about? Yeah, I sure have. Actually, look at this, this, and this. And then tell me what you think. And I'm telling you right now, they come back with more questions. That's all you want. That's it. Get the questions. Why? Because the questions mean that they're thinking. Mm -hmm. They're thinking about all this shit. They're saying, yeah, wait a minute. This doesn't add up. Why are they pushing masks again? When we know they don't work. I've got eight articles about how masks don't work. Yet they're pushing them again. Mm -hmm. As if we're that fucking stupid. Some people are. America, we're not that stupid. Grab your guns. It's time to say, fuck you, dog. Safety's off. Let's make this shit happen. Dead serious. You you doubt me? Come ask. Let's go. I, I'll load up my truck tonight. We'll be gone. I thought that shit was going on earlier when we heard about the shooting at the Senate offices. Which wasn't actually a thing. Which wasn't a thing at all. And then they said some woman got taken out by an ambulance because she was stressed about all the cops in the building. Hmm. Oh my fucking Lord. What are we coming to? Hmm. That that actually, I I have an idea about that, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, no, no, you continue. If you got a thought, no, I don't want you to lose your thought. I won't lose it. Don't worry. Okay, I'm the one that loses. Exactly. <laughs> they run right out of mm-hmm. my head, fuckers. Yep. They get in there. One of the vaccines, the one that's furthest along, was started actually at the federal government and our own vaccine research center at NIH, and then worked with a biotechnology company called Moderna to get to where we are now. That one, of course, we do have some particular uh, stake in the intellectual property. I don't hear any of them say they think this is a money maker. Nobody sees this as a way to make billions of dollars. Pfizer did raise their guide and estimates 15 billion in 2021 uh, COVID vaccine sales sell at least 19 billion dollars of the COVID-19 vaccine this year. We recently made a 400 million dollar payment to the NIH for uh, an old patent that they had developed. Is the CEO of Moderna, Stefan Bonsell. Let me ask you what the Daily Mail is reporting. It says more evidence COVID was tinkered with in a lab. Now scientists find the virus contains a tiny chunk of DNA that matches sequence patented by Moderna three years before the pandemic began. What can you tell us? So uh, is it possible that the uh, Wuhan lab in China was working 
on uh, viruses uh, enhancement or gene modification, it is possible. I mean, I mean, I was struck by the line, it matched a genetic sequence patented by Moderna. When the pandemic happened, Moderna had made 100,000 doses in 2019 for the whole year. And I remember walking after Davos into the office of my head of manufacturing and I say, how we make a billion doses next year? And they look at me a bit funny, say, what? Uh, say, yeah, we need to make a billion dollars next year, there's going to be a pandemic. Uh, say, yeah, we need to make a billion dollars next year, there's going to be a pandemic. No question that there will be a challenge, the coming administration in the arena of infectious diseases, but also there will be a surprise outbreak. There will be a surprise outbreak. Anyway, so let me just go on about... NIH lifts funding pause on gain-of-function research. I think this is going to be foolproof. Things are going to slip through. And then the other thing that I aspirationally hope to be able to encounter is the ability to rapidly respond to something brand new, whether it's a brand new pandemic or, as you mentioned, a brand new, a brand new attack upon us deliberately by bioterror. Senator Paul, I have never lied before the Congress. And in that email, he basically says, yes, we're suspicious that this could be a manipulated virus wow. because it came from a lab in Wuhan where they do gain-of-function research. He describes the research. Well, this directly contradicts everything he said in committee hearing to me, denying absolutely that they funded any gain-of-function. It absolutely is a lie. That's why we ended up referring him again this week to the Department of Justice mm. for prosecution for lying to Congress. Some of it affects you. You're yeah. part of these conspiracy theories. That is a very weird thing, that just because I support vaccines, people are saying, no, I, you know, I make money from vaccines. You invested $10 billion in vaccinations over the last two decades, and you figured out the return on investment for that and it kind of stunned me can you walk us through the math our foundation uh, is a bit more than 10 billion uh, but we feel there's been over a 20 to 1 return so if you just look at the economic benefits so hey military budgets are big i thought you know let's yeah, let's yeah. get some of that money against this cause he's welcome mr bill gates we also face a new threat that the next epidemic uh, has a good chance of originating on a computer screen of a terrorist intent on using genetic engineering to create a synthetic version, contagious and highly deadly strain of flu. Whether it occurs by the quirk of nature or at the hand of a terrorist. Now the pandemic, now the pandemic was completely unexpected. And you, Bill, predicted it already and warned us in a famous video on YouTube in 2015. Today, the greatest risk of global catastrophe doesn't look like this. Instead, it looks like this. You just referenced intentional pandemics. Do you um, harbor any doubts about the origins of COVID-19? No, the evidence is, is very clear that it's naturally caused. Um, you know, it's a, a bad virus. and. We're going to have natural epidemics, and sadly, we may have some unnatural epidemics in the future. We need to be prepared for the next pandemic. What, uh, is there anything else we need to say about this? Mm. Just, uh, I'm asking for a friend because I'm not sure if you got all of that, if all of that makes sense to you.
but the long and the short of this is this. Everything was planned. Bill Gates planned this from the beginning, mm-hmm. released this on the American people mm-hmm. and the world, mm-hmm. and look where it got us. Here we are. If you want to know what technology is good for, all you got to do is take a look at any one of the Terminator movies. That's it. That's what technology is good for, period. Hmm. Next. Moving right along. Okay. Well, you know, interesting, Leo, that you should bring that up. Leo says now CO2. Now they want to lower nitrogen. They're terraforming for a different being. I, I, I thought that too. I thought that about like, cause w- when they first said that, the first thing I thought about was that uh, Superman movie. Remember the, the new Superman movie that yeah. just came out not too long ago, a couple of years, I don't know, maybe like six, 10 years ago, maybe yeah. anyway. And they brought that terraforming engine with them mm-hmm. to terraform the earth to what they needed for um, what it was like on super ha- Superman's home planet. Mm. Makes you wonder. It really does. Check mm-hmm. this out. You're going to love Francis has thrown his weight behind the World Economic Forum's campaign to euthanize people with autism, alcoholism, and other minor illnesses and disabilities to help humanity fight so-called climate change. According to Francis, reducing the world population will help to solve what he claims is the existential problem of climate change and restore nature to its position of primacy in the world order. Pope Francis's comments have caused a storm in the Vatican. But should we really be surprised by his support for the Klaus Schwab Nazi-style eugenics program? As an agenda contributor at the World Economic Forum, Pope Francis is fluent in blasphemy and is actively working to subvert the church and Christianity in general. Before we dive in, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and join the People's Voice Locals community for uncensored and exclusive news and views. While Pope Francis has declared that we should not judge pedophiles because they have a mysterious illness and a special place in heaven, he is not so lenient when it comes to people with autism, alcoholism or other minor illnesses. But should we really be surprised by Francis's position? This is the Pope who takes every opportunity to declare that the Bible is wrong after all. He kicked off his papacy by declaring evolution and the Big Bang Theory were real. This is the Pope who informed his flock that relationships with Jesus are dangerous and harmful. Breaking with centuries of Christian tradition, Pope Francis sparked fears that he is an illegitimate Pope with a sinister agenda. I I can legitimately speak to every one of these men, this man's claims. All right. I am, after all, I am a practicing Catholic. You were. Um, I still am. Okay. Um, I refute the church. I'm against it. I don't agree. For instance, I know our kids' school started Monday, and I know the kids went back to school this year in masks. Wait, what? Yep. Wait, which school? St. Peter's. The old school that our kids were in? Yep. No. Yep. No. Yep. Yep. Oh, fuck no. Yep. So listen, are you fucking kidding I me? I have, I, I, I am one Catholic that is at severe odds <sighs> with his own church. If you are at odds with the church, I understand you, you belong here. I I'm at that point. I, I don't understand what we're doing at all anymore. I don't understand what the Catholic religion is doing at all anymore. It's become a confusing Rubicon of pleasing one person, and it seems to be the Pope. And I don't give a fuck about that cocksucker whatsoever. Don't give a shit. He ain't Jesus, and he ain't God. 
Therefore, I don't answer to him. Not the school that our kids are in now, Jen. The uh, the school that we pulled them out of because they wanted them to wear masks. And I yes. said, no. We said, no, absolutely not. That's when we put them into homeschool. Um, they started off the year again with masks. I, it, so I, I'm just how look, many parents pulled their kids out this time around. I have no idea. I have no idea. Did they do the same thing they did last time? Tell them at 10 o'clock at night the night before. I, I don't, I don't know. We're I know. not a part of that. I, I know we're not. That's we don't even fit in. Fucking so no, fuck them. I don't care. Uh, we never fit in we, to begin with. So we were too blue collar because they didn't understand. Fuck you. They did not understand when people don't understand. Fuck you. I can't have a conversation with you. If you don't understand where the word fuck comes from, you and I cannot have a conversation. You're going to learn again soon because it came after the Black Plague, fornication under consent of the king, when the population was so decimated that they um, basically waived the sanctimony of, of the first sacrament night. of marriage and, uh, and first night so that um, more women could get pregnant um, and they could diversify the bloodlines again. Yeah. So uh, that's coming again soon. Get ready. You want to know where it came from to begin with? You want to know where a fucked up story like that started? Let's just start there. Yeah. Think about this. We we don't have to really think about this because we, we see it. We see it every day with Hunter Biden. You, you don't have to look very far for this. You want to know where these ultimate stories of corruption came from, where all these writers got these ideas, Hemingway and all these other guys got these ideas to write these really <laughs> fucked up novels that are like, that show the absolute worst I have a clip of for that. mankind. I have a clip for that. I, I got you. You want to know? They took it from politics, folks. They, they looked to see what was going on in the current news. That's where they got the stories from. And then they wrote it and then we bought them and more people believed them. And they were like, holy shit, that's a good idea. I should do that. If I'm the ruler of a country, I'm going to do that. And they go do that. Hmm. And look where we're at now. When does it get better for us? I'm still trying to figure out when the adults are going to take back control of this country. Because I was told that we were okay because the adults were taken over again. The adults are in the room now, except they're dying or dead. So Where the fuck does it get better for us? So far, nothing, nothing has gotten better for us. So if you were a Gen X kid, as we were, yeah. right? And your parents threw you well, out of the house. You are no. right on the cusp. Of this. Still Gen X. If your parents threw you out of the house at pretty much as soon as you woke up in the morning and you were happy for it, because if you were stuck in the house, you were doing chores and you were expected to be sitting at the dinner table when the streetlights came on. But if you came in a minute before, you were in fucking trouble because you were going to annoy the shit out of your mom. And there were no cell phones. And maybe when you were a teenager, you got a pager if you're like that age. Um, tell age. me. Our age, yeah. Tell me. Her age. When you were a Gen X kid, did you trust the adults then? Would you trust an adult to look after you or would you trust one of your friends, one of your buddies that you were bike biking around town with, fucking, you know, doing smoking cigarettes in the woods and, you know, sneaking Cokes or beers or whatever? Who would you trust more? Would you trust the adults or would you trust those kids? Because I'll tell you what, I wouldn't fucking trust an adult to save my life, but I'd trust my best friend to do it. These days, 
Those adults that I wouldn't trust then are the ones in Congress. Still don't trust them. I trust my buddy to save my life. True. Seriously. <sighs> my best friend, you know, she's kept me alive. So I damn, damn bitch. You're yeah. right. Belushi Gen X is going to save the world because we just want to be left the fuck alone. But when you piss us off enough, we're going to get our comeuppance. And I'll tell you, revenge is a dish best served fucking frigid. Well, not really. It's actually best served lukewarm. Warm. I, I prefer warm because you're more angry and there's a lot more bloodshed. And it, it, listen, everybody yells at me and says, well, Mick, you can't say that. Why not? Mm -hmm. Why can't I say that? Look, one of the things that has to happen here, if we were, if this really goes off, if we all revolt, if we finally get to whatever point it is, because I'm already past that point, I'm already there. You guys call me. I can't load my truck fast enough to be out the door. Dead serious. I am not bullshit. Go not for kidding. it. Go for it. Test me. Mm -hmm. I, I can't get out the door fast enough with the guns and all the shit I got to load in my truck. All right. But that's number one. Number two, whatever sets us off and finally sets us down this road, what I'm going to find interesting, there are people that are going to want to get involved in this and they're going to want to get involved in this financially. They're not going to want to get involved with blood. There's going to be an issue there. And there's a lot of people out there that agree with me on this one. Blood is what's required. Remember. That is the payment. You can't pay with money. The tree of liberty must be refreshed with the blood of tyrants and patriots. It has to be. It has to be an equal amount. Or it doesn't get refreshed and liberty does not come back. You have to refresh it with both. We have to lose some on our side and take some on theirs. We've got to do it. It's got to happen. This is not a joke anymore. This is a country. Right now, we are showing the weakest side we've ever shown to the world. How? Look at Joe Biden. Seriously? If I was another country right now, I'd look at you and go, what a bitch. Well, <laughs> I'm going to walk in backwards and say I'm leaving and kick your ass from behind. What up? You know, look at what's going on in California with the secret bio lab that they just found. Look at what's going on in California with them buying up land around all of our air force bases. What's going on with all of the other land that China is buying for what reason in America? Why? Why have we not stopped that? Because no, there's an army coming in our Southern border. Exactly. So if you think that we can do this peacefully, if you think that God doesn't want blood, first off, I dare you to read the Old Testament. But secondly, we know that Satan, the devil, Lucifer, whomever the evil ones worship, we know that they, that he requires, they, because he likes pronouns, demons like pronouns, um, they require a blood sacrifice, not your own, Right but a, a close friend or a relative or a child, right? You have to sacrifice someone else to Satan in order to be fully accepted. Normally it's a child. But for God, you don't have to sacrifice someone else. You should not. That is not your place to take someone else's life. 
However, unless it's your own, however, you should be willing to give up your life to sacrifice yourself in the fight for God. You should be willing to spill your own blood to give up your own life as it is the only life that you have ultimate control over. It is the only one that you are allowed to take in God's eyes. Not to say that you can't protect yourself if someone else is coming after you. Because it's hard to sacrifice yourself without someone coming after you or be willing to sacrifice yourself without someone coming after you. My point is God is inside you. The devil is outside of the evil ones. You understand what I'm saying? We will ultimately win if we keep God inside of us because he is the most powerful. The devil is not the opposite of God. He is not the antithesis of God. That is the nothing. The devil, Satan, is just another archangel on assignment. So ultimately, God will win. However, we may not like what he wins or what he considers winning if we don't act appropriately up until that point. Because you fuck around now, he may just smite us all. So don't take another life in vain, but be willing to sacrifice yourself and stand up for what you ultimately believe in. God, your family, your country, your freedom. Look, seriously, when you look at it, if you, you peel back the onion, so to speak, and you, you peel the layers back, <clears throat> whatever we do, whether it is we do revolt, and yeah, this is a very serious conversation. So yes, there will be very there'll be several dramatic pauses. Um, but whatever we do, whether we revolt or not, it will be done under a very heavy thought because you have to remember what we're risking at the same time. What are we risking? We are risking a republic that is already formed. That is what we are risking everything. We're risking all of humanity on a belief that people can be free and they can survive without the government telling them what to do. Literally the whole world wants that. We were the ones that was, we were supposed to show that to them. However, we became incorporated. That fucked us, fucked us severely because now we have things like the IRS. Now we have things like the Fed. Now we have things, oh, did you hear yesterday that, oh, by the way, our AAA credit, credit rating got reduced to a double A. Yeah, that's really bad. Really, really bad, by the way. But we won't get into that because Joe Biden thinks that, ah, oh, it's just a mere blip. Don't worry about it. Or I'm sorry, that was Kamala Harris. But anyway, we'll get to that later. The point is, we no longer have control over our country. The voters, 
The people that are supposed to maintain the most power in this country have none. You have none. We have none. Go out, try to buy a gun. Tell me how much power you have. Hmm. Seriously, I'm dead serious. You should be able to walk outside right now, walk down the street, walk into a gun shop and buy a gun. Why? Constitutional carries 42 states right now across America. That's crazy. They never thought that was going to happen. They thought constitutional carry would last for two states. 42 states currently right now have authorized constitutional carry in their states. And the states that, that, is that, amazing. that have instituted strict gun laws, the Supreme Court keeps turning them over one at a time. One, one at a time. Think about it this way. You think you're free? You're not free. They just turned over the freaking ghost gun thing. Yeah, I know. That's that's, that's huge. 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 Yeah. Megan might actually have nope. a chance. Well, no, she might. Okay. Well, all right. But I'm just saying that changes a lot of what, what, what happened there. But anyway, this is all good shit. We're winning small battles, but we're winning. Question is, is when we stop winning the small battles, what do we do? Where are you willing to put yourself? Because ultimately the day is going to come where you're going to have to ask the question, am I going to go fight for the country or am I going to sit home and be like everybody else? Everybody can do something. You don't believe that, but you do. Everybody can trust mm -hmm. me. I've seen them. I've watched guys that were missing limbs, pull triggers on guns from distances and making shit work because we didn't have anybody else. Trust me. You can do something. You're not as incapable as you think you are. You have the right spirit and the right mindset, and that's what we need. That's what's part of being a patriot. Well, if you want to know where it all comes from, this is great. Meet Oliver Schwab. He is the managing director of the World Economic Forum. His sister, Nicole, is a member of the executive committee for the World Economic Forum. In July of 2021, she said that COVID was a huge opportunity to have their great reset. I see it as a tremendous opportunity to really to have this great reset and to use this huge flows you know, of money to use the increased levers that policymakers have today in a way that was not possible before. Their father, Klaus Schwab, is the founder of the World Economic Forum. Seven years ago, he announced plans to start tracking the entire population and merge everyone with a central machine, what he now calls the Great Reset. The Schwab family is working together with other families because that's how Team Evil works. You can call them the Illuminati if you like, but they have no official name and they are not illuminated. There is no telling how many family bloodlines are involved, but they keep it in the family for three main reasons and they all have to do with power. First, and most simply, as a way to gain and maintain their fortune. Secondly, is to carry out long-term secret objectives. These families use insurance companies and private trusts to protect their own fortune from the fiat debt-based system that they created. 
and to generate the kind of money needed for a hundred-year plan. The older generation outlawed natural medicine, introduced petrochemical pharmaceutical drugs, and polluted the environment. And now the younger generation is here to fix it with their totalitarian Great Reset. It's a multi-generational plan that works because of family loyalty and also because of the third reason why they keep it in the family. Trauma-based mind control. Most victims of the CIA's trauma-based mind control program, MKUltra, have come from families with a history of child abuse because multi-generational child abuse makes a child more susceptible to mind control. And most of the characters we see as world leaders are not only actors on a stage, they are oblivious because they have suffered a lifetime of abuse and mind control. The overwhelming majority of people on Team Evil are not all in on it. They simply do as they are told, they follow orders, and they don't ask questions. These families see having children as a means of gaining power and wealth. They see their own children as property, as slaves to do the family's bidding. But perhaps it's more like a cult than a family. Nearly a million child orphans were distributed throughout America and the Commonwealth in the late 1800s by an international secret society called the Odd Fellows. Delivered primarily by train, many of these orphans were born in private homes owned by the Odd Fellows and their offshoot, the Daughters of Rebecca, an all-female Masonic organization that featured symbols of mass breeding and fertility. Philip Eugene de Rothschild says that the Rothschild family alone has produced over a hundred thousand children in these secret breeding programs. Most of the U.S. presidents during this time were Freemasons. Four of them were Oddfellows. And at last count, 34 U.S. presidents are directly related to Charlemagne, King of the Franks, who is believed by these Illuminati bloodlines to be of the Merovingian bloodline a genetic set that they highly value. And Team Evil has always been obsessed with genetics. So it really isn't that strange to point out the similarities between Justin Trudeau and Fidel Castro, Angela Merkel and Adolf Hitler's mother, Barbara Bush and Aleister Crowley, or even Obama and Akhenaten. The only way these families and their abused mind control minions are able to control the rest of us is by dividing us. And if we the people could change that, then we could change everything. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. This has been planned forever. Forever. You all know that, though. We do. This we is nothing new. I know. We've all heard the same shit. Mm -hmm. You've all listened. But it's you're fun, not it's here fun to unless look at the you pictures know. of you know Angela Merkel side by side with Hitler's mother, or um, of course Justin Trudeau and Fidel Castro. But wait a minute! Didn't we just hear Trudeau today is getting Dude, divorced? Trudeau, Trudeau's getting divorced from his wife, and he might be gay. Well, yeah, Babylon B put out a story that said. Um, Trudeau is getting, getting, or separating from his wife and people were shocked that he was married to a woman. <laughs> Apparently he swings both ways. Cause when, um, is this true? QE boy? Someone, no, no, no. QE boy. When, you live up there in Canadian. Someone asked him, 
and I apologize, I don't have the clip, but someone asked him about uh, his separation from his wife, and he originally, he like automatically screamed, homophobia! What? What? What does that have to do with separation? Right? You're getting divorced, dude. You're going to be able to stick your dick in anything. Which apparently he's been doing for a long time, which is why he's getting divorced. (laughs) Is this true, Q, you boy? Because I know you live up there in Canada. You got to tell us, bro. You got to tell us. Because this is news to me, man. I never heard this shit. Is Trudeau really fucking, is he swinging for the fences on the other side? Yeah. His his wife seen the new Oh shit, dude! Those are I rough. saw that too. Yeah, Dom's new tweets are. Yeah, the hardcore. Dom Lacord tri- Twitter drops. He, he got he got when he uh, when he did um, Barry Satoro, uh, Barack Obama's um, badge, bandaged hands after he killed his chef, or you know after his chef died on his property. Um, <laughs> After he choked the shit out so, of his fucking well, chef, that's dude, why he had all the bandages on his head. Um, fucking choking him. But anyway, I mean, maybe he <laughs> caught him with Big Mike's dick in his ass or something. Who knows? Or in but, his mouth. Oh, that, Whoa! That could, Polishing see, Big Mike's knob. Big be, Mike could be. Anywho, um, he got kicked off of Twitter for like I don't know, like an hour or something, and then people started bitching at Elon, and he got reinstated pretty fucking quick. It's so good. it's got a good phone. Yeah. Yeah. It's got to make you wonder though, because you know, I have this article right here. It's quite funny. And I know that um, we've often talked about this, but the FBI engages in warrantless surveillance again, this time over no. gun sales. You don't think you don't say on Facebook. You don't say. Yeah. Striking case bearing privacy rights. A Texas man, Texas man found himself under unwarranted surveillance by federal authorities after posting personal firearms for sale on Facebook. The man had not violated any laws yet. The Bureau of Alcohol, Fire, and uh, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives transferred his personal data to the FBI, which kept him under scrutiny for six months. The exchange detailing the situation was brought to light with internal documents produced by the Epic Times. The documents revealed that the ATF staff had interrogated the man who confessed to posting his own guns on Facebook for sale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to be fucking kidding me. Nope. I'm done. I'm done. That's it. You, you're making this too easy. You're- I don't have to turn over the American citizens when you're coming after them for their guns. They will turn on their own. I don't even have to start a spark. You will get shot coming. Good luck. Uh, oh, hold on. Hold on. This one is for the ATF. Yeah, you you, you can't post firearms. Um, you also can't post like eggs or like farm fresh eggs or, or bread or pickles or any homemade stuff, yep. any homemade food on Facebook. Really? Yep. Yeah. Peanut allergies, let me guess, is what they're excuse. No, I have no idea. I but, bet um, it's peanut allergies. I, I, Even though pickles have nothing to do with peanuts. Anyway. Or eggs have nothing to do with peanuts. Live animals. So there's entire groups and they have all these like coded messages, like when they're trying to get rid of roosters or chickens or whatever, because you're not allowed to, you know, sell them on there. So So they call them C CCKs? Cocks? Uh, no, ruse. Oh, ruse. Yeah. And chicks are what? I don't know, but they're like, oh, look at my beautiful Rue. I've got like five of them and they're starting to fight. So I'm not quite sure what to do. And then people are like, <laughs> people well, are like, you can give one to me. No, they're like, hey, um, you know, send me your number and I'll, I'll message you and we can talk about it. 
So, yeah. Smart move. You know. Move. Yeah. I was look, like, look. I answered one. I was like, hey, I got a bird dog and a bunch of hens. And I, I like your rooster's bureau is beautiful. I wish I had one that big that could peck the shit out of my dog when she goes after my chickens. Yeah, because all I got is a small cock. So <laughs> sorry about that, ladies. Anyway, Telling you I'm a small cock. Our, uh, our, Y'all have that on those big jobs. And I would say that the neighbors would be pissed that we're going to get a rooster, except there's already like three in the neighborhood. So it doesn't fucking matter. And there's one right across the pond. And I'm that shit carries. The, the problem you. is going to be as if I <laughs> shoot it or not. Annie's going to be pissed because the guineas fucking pissed her off because they were i'm gonna kill that cocksucker i um, tell you right now yeah yes amish food is outlawed because it's not processed with toxic materials raw milk is outlawed you can only purchase raw milk if you use it for your animals not for human consumption so everyone wow. sells raw milk for other animals so mm -hmm. that's why you get raw milk yes what's next oh well this is some craziness <laughs> um you know, this whole climate change bullshit, you know, because we all sit here, we're like, oh, it's hot. Well, it's fucking July. Well, there's also it's volcanoes August. under the ground. There is. I just told my brother about that tonight. He yeah. about shit himself. I know. He said, well, as long as it erupts underneath Chicago, I'm fine. Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, you're not fine. He's like, no, I'm not fine, but I'm fine that it happened under Chicago because that's where it needs to happen. No shit, right? <laughs> I was like, damn, um, dude. I mean, Wix, I can help. I'm I'm going down on Friday. I can get two roosters if you want one. Let me know. We'll bring one back for you. Yeah. Anyway, um, or maybe one of the babies that I get will turn out to be a rooster and then you, you can, can have come that grab one. one of those. So yeah. Anyway, but check this out. This is some craziness. You want to know why that it's so fucking hot. Okay, hold on. First off, I don't know if I told you all this. Other than the volcano that happened under the no. sea. So I'm watching the news the other under day. The sea. I was watching the weather channel because I was trying to figure out if it was gonna rain, right? The and sea. they had the map up and it was like it used to be like green, you know, the map was green, the temperature map. Right. And you'd get the occasional like splotch of red if it was well over 100 degrees in fucking Arizona or something. Um, the whole map was like red and orange. Seattle was red. It was 63 degrees. Since when is 63 degrees hot ever? Like I put on a fucking sweatshirt in 63 degrees. I'd be like, that's fucking cold. Where's my jacket? <laughs> she would be. Seriously. That was the high. 63 was the high for the day and it was like bright red on the map. Okay. This We've just, lost our mind. It's another narrative, but you want to know where they're getting some of these temperature readings from. Check this out. Asphalt. Mm -hmm. Look at that. These temperature sensors are on asphalt at airports, all airports, asphalt at airports why are they taking temperature readings on asphalt at airports because it's fucking hot because it's fucking hot and that's why they're telling you that we're having this huge heat wave so yeah yeah i gotta say today was hot but it wasn't like hot hot i mean it wasn't brutal no it Did, wasn't horrible. our kid went to school in jeans a long sleeve shirt and a sweatshirt. Yeah, I know. He's fucking he's retarded. So retarded. He's, he's like, retarded. everything is air conditioned. It's fucking cold in there. I'm like, okay, I gotcha. So this is all just airports. Yeah. They're right. everything. Great. They're all, right. all airports. Fuck out of here. I know. That's Holy that's shit. where our temperature readings are coming from. Asphalt on airports. Oh my God. 
and we're oh. dumb and we believe it. Mm-hmm. Well, there's Americans out there that believe it that are going to look at us and say we're conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. Everybody here, if you're watching right now, if you're in here, mm-hmm. we're all conspiracy theorists. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. We are all conspiracy theorists. You didn't know that. No, I knew that. I just wasn't aware that we were just going to go ahead and label everybody and just say you're all dumb. Because when you do that, you fuck up everything else. Well, I mean, I don't think that the American people are quite as dumb as as they they say that we are. No, they according to the government, we are the dumbest motherfuckers out there because they can say something one day and then come back the next day and say, well, we never said that. Like the fucking eating the bugs. Yes. NPR did literally, yes. I, I said this last time, they did a, t- a story on it. a dozen stories on how we need to eat the bugs uh, for climate no, change, no, no, but no, now you it's don't. a fucking right-wing conspiracy no, theory. Right yep. for, seriously? Fuck off. We know what we saw. We're not stupid. You know why? Because we didn't take the jab. We don't have all that, um, you know, memory, memory loss going on. <laughs> Brain fog and shit. All right. That now they're doing studies on? Yeah. They have a whole committee assigned to this now. Mm-hmm. Long COVID committee. They call it the long COVID committee mm-hmm. to study brain fog and the consequences of brain. I was like, the consequences of brain fog. How about the son of a bitch operating the crane at the top of the towers in New York City when the bitch caught fire? I was that brain that was fog? Accident. I told you that was an accident. Check this one out. This was fun too. Here's another one. Dude, hold on. Let me rewind that so you can see it. Oh yeah, the plane, fought plane in the ocean. No, we crashed. We crashed landed. Yeah. And he survived. Yeah. Fine. No, no, no. But he said that the, the flaps on his uh, on his tailpipe didn't work. Okay. And he could not maintain level flight. Did he crashed. He kept yeah. going down. Yeah. He kept going. No, no. That's how you do it. That's the way you do it. Mm-hmm. He kept. He couldn't maintain. He got up. And his alurons failed, and the backwater is what he claimed. According to the story I read, which would make sense because you could not maintain level flight without your back alley runs. Anyway, long story short, he ended up just descending, descending, descending until he was about 10 feet off the ocean. What he said, he cut his engine and he did. He cut his engine and he slid into the water. The worst part about it is the plane cost about uh, $220,000, I think, is what he paid for it. And um yeah, the insurance company apparently isn't going to cover that. Why not? I don't... They would have covered it if he'd crashed on the ground and exploded into a fiery, fiery ball of maybe ash. Maybe, maybe not necessarily. Okay, not necessarily. They don't do that for private pilots. You can ask any private pilot; they will tell you right now. I mean, you don't I mean, have they don't tr- insurance. Like they don't. Insurance. They don't trust the FAA. the The private pilots don't trust the FAA, just like we don't trust the DMV. I gotcha. Okay. I gotcha. So there, there was, however, um, an army colonel who just retired and uh, took his took a he was literally I mean he had just retired. This happened over the weekend, and he took his plane up his private plane um, for a, a spin, and he crashed. He had a cardiac event in the air, and he crashed and died. Where is this? At? Um, and I thought it it was a that and. I thought it might be someone that you knew. I'll have to look up his name again. Um, Last name but, didn't start with a W, did it? No. Okay. Well, then. I don't think so. Good then. Because the only pilot I knew that was a colonel was started with a W. And, mm. 
he still flies, I think, but I don't think he got the jab though. So yeah, I think he's he's good. Yeah. Anyway, you want to get high? Uh, is it that time? It is. It is that time, isn't it? You wanna get high? Uh-huh. Yeah, I wanna. You gotta turn that up though. You wanna get high? Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. All right, so if you got it, fuckers, now's the time. Before we get into the bullshit news. The real bullshit. The real bullshit. Not that we haven't been in it, but I mean we kind of been in it. Yes, Avocado 20. Perfect. Perfect. Get it. It's about that time. Break forth the rhythm and the rhyme. Yep. We miss our Justin. I heard the alarm. We both did. I even heard the alarm tonight. Her phone worked, which means she charged it. She spent most of the day with her mom, which meant she wasn't on her phone. Why? Because I didn't get half the text messages I normally do. <laughs> most of the time, I think I get text messages because she's bored. But Some of that. Gerby, how you doing, bud? Did you guys figure that shit out yet for your door? If you did, all you got to do is give me a call, bro. I saw one of my old friends from the hotel today because um, I reckon she she left the hotel long before I did. And she uh, started her own cleaning business. And so when my mom was asking me, hey, you know anyone that can clean my house? I was like, actually, I do. She was really good. So um, Belky, you remember Belky? Sweet. Anyway, sweet dude, just let me know. Uh, let me know when. Yep. If you want me to do it Friday, uh, we can do it Friday. You can do it Friday, and uh, Heather and I will drive down and get the birds, and right. you do that. Because you didn't really want to go anyway. Um, well, I didn't care. I drive. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm like Heather drives, so Connor was like, "Don't crash my car before I got it. Before I get it." <laughs> Shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> I know. I hope it smells like chicken shit. Yeah. Actually, he was complaining. He was like, dude, my jacket smelled like weed all day. I was like, well, did you leave it on the porch? That's your own fucking problem. <laughs> Don't turn me back on the wolf pack. Yeah, Liana. Oh shit, I almost forgot tonight, folks, but I didn't. So, scratches out, bitches. Excellent. Thunder kicks. <laughs> so fucking stupid. So fucking stupid. So, when the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Give them the nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nope. It's our, uh, it's our uh, mission statement. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Blueberry duck farts. 
Blueberry duck farts are in full effect, folks. Mm -hmm. Make sure you've got your blueberry duck farts, okay? I'm dead serious about this. This is probably the most important thing you'll hear tonight. Make sure that your blueberry duck farts are in order prior to the start of this. Because if you don't have your blueberry duck farts, I don't know if I can help mm -hmm. telling you right now. All right. So, okay. Let's get Thank you. Here. Thank you, Wix. All Love right. you. All right. So, Zion, Heather, and I will be coming to see you on Friday to pick up those birds. Mick's going to fix Kirby's door. So, that's cool. Happy for it. Um, so, I'll need Good. two roosters. Cool. Oh, because if Mick was coming, you only needed one? No, because we're going to give one to Wix oh. and Kirby. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, shit. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two roosters. All right. Perfect. So all perfect. Right. I if we can help you out, I'm dead. I'm all about that. Yeah. I just don't want to keep them. Yeah, I I don't need two no, fucking roosters. No, absolutely not. So here's what went down today. Okay, and then we'll we'll get into some of the. Uh, but I I have a theory about this. Blueberry duck fart stickers. You're right, Genesepi. Okay. Do you do stickers yet? Listen, listen. So all Senate buildings, internal security threat, police activity. Hold on. Go back. Go back. Go back. Get that. Get that to the beginning so that way you can see the message and pause it all so right. you can read it. Okay. So all Senate building staff due to security threat inside the building immediately move outside your office or the nearest office. Oh, I'm sorry. Move inside your office or the nearest office. Take emergency equipment and visitors. Close, lock, and stay away from external doors and windows. If you are in a public space, find a place to hide or seek cover. Remain quiet and silence electronics. Once you are in a safe location, immediately check in with your OEC. No one will be permitted to enter or exit the building until directed by USCP. If you are in a building outside of the affected area, remain clear of the police activity. Await further direction. Okay. So they had all these cops show up, like 50 of them, um, for the supposed active shooter in the Capitol building, right? And it paused. Yeah, the video itself paused, and then I flipped on to the next one. They're evacuating reporters. This is actually Al Jazeera. No one else put it out. Funny, huh? Weird how it's come to Right? The only place we can get honest news. They're going up that stairwell. They're going up that stairwell. They pause this. This is the... Uh, this is the Colise or the what they call the Colise the rotunda, but the Coliseum was what I always called it because when you walk through this place, it's ridiculous. There's a lot of people in there, a lot of civilians. You, you can all get in there. Everybody can get in there. You get up on a tour. You're in the call. You, you, you can walk in there. Um, I walked through a lot of times with congressional staff, but that was just a separate issue. But it, it's just weird to see it like that. It, it is kind of funny to see it from the second deck because I've never been up there. Mm -hmm. I've always been down, down below because I was always walking between offices. So okay. it's weird. Go, go, go. I don't know where to go. Fuck, I was hoping it would flip over. Oh, you're kidding me. No. How, how much of this video is like? Oh, 
Anyway, they evacuate these reporters. They run him out of the building. And then he's speaking in Arabic at the end. Um, although he does say in English, you know, he's like, oh, I have to catch my breath now because I, they evacuated us. They're running us out. So apparently there was no active shooter. They didn't find anybody. Okay. But one lady, as Mick said before, was brought out in an ambulance because she had a, a panic attack because of emotional distress from the potential in uh, of you know an active shooter in Congress. Well, no, 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 because of all the police. Because, it wasn't okay, because, because of, of all, the active shooter. Oh, it was because, of, was all because the of the police. All right, all right. It it just it brought back to mind January sixth and AOC and all of the that they you remember all the staffers that had PTSD after January sixth. Oh yeah, you remember that? Oh yeah. Right? So what happened yesterday? They indicted Trump for January 6th. Yeah. And now they're trying to reinvoke that emotional that response fear. That fear. because of what happened on January 6th with this lady having this whole trigger thing because of this bullshit with the active shooter in Congress. That's my theory. Huh. Hmm. Right? Yeah, because... Do you have, do you have that Jesse Waters clip where he lines it up? I do actually. Where he he shows, you know, Hunter Biden did this. This came out this date. They charged Trump on this date. I think it's probably this one. Here you the go. Jesse Waters prime time tonight. Yes, Rita, I'm reliving the yes. same day over and over. Donald Trump, January sixth, more charges. The wind has, is really windy. Biden knows nothing. He's just a weatherman. I'll turn this damn bus around. That'll end your precious little field trip pretty damn quick. $400 million for a migrant bus. And Dr. Fauci arrested. It's alive, it's alive, it's alive. Fox News alert. Biden's Justice Department has just brought criminal charges against Donald Trump, his political opponent, for the third time in four months. This time, the charges relate to January 6th. Good evening. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump. Pause. Conspiring. Pause, pause this. Pause this. Bring this back like five seconds. Not even. Like when he starts talking. Okay. Look, for all of my long-term listeners, okay? January 6th. Do, do me a favor, all my long-term listeners that have been listening to the show for a hot minute. I have taught you a lot in the read course. I've taught you a lot about body language. I taught you a lot about the way people look, the way people think, and the way they will react. Mm -hmm. Do me a favor. All of my, you know, the P1s, you've been with us for a hot minute. You know what I'm talking about right now. You were the one of the few. I want you to watch this clip. And at the end of this, I'm going to say something. And I'm going to wait for you all to respond. 
Yes, anonymity. That's what I thought too. And when we get to the end of this, I think you're all going to see the same shit I see. Play this clip, play this part of the clip, and then, and then I want you to pause it yep, at the end. I gotcha. So that Jesse, I want Jesse to talk about it because he does a really good yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. But, but I want we'll it, talk about I want it. everybody to talk about this guy's physical emotion. Good evening. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States, conspiring to disenfranchise voters and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. That was special counsel Jack Smith, who looked like a bedraggled okay. nervous wreck, driving with like, anger and highly emotional. The original clip was two and a half minutes long. Okay, but okay. well, pull, pull it back just a little bit, so yeah. that way Jesse can go on his rant, because he go. does a really good job. Okay. Anyway. What did you all see there? Just asking because I, I see something. Okay. First of all, I, I was listening. I got to be honest. I was listening to Bongino earlier. Of course you were. And uh, well, just references. That's it. Mm -hmm. I agree with this though. He's right. We do this all the time. We talk to you all. We talk. We don't. You You can hear our emotion. You mm -hmm. can understand our emotion. You can see if you're watching our emotion. If you're just listening, normally you can feel it. When you are uncomfortable in this setting, when you're uncomfortable with having to speak into a microphone, you do a lot of this. <sighs> you're always constantly trying to catch your breath. And let me tell you something. It's the first way to understand if somebody is uncomfortable in front of a microphone, you will never ever unhear that. Now, trust me, it will affect you for the rest of your life. Bongino said it the same exact way. It will because people uncomfortable in, in speaking like public this speaking. public speaking or speaking in front of a microphone they're, const they're con const constantly trying to catch their breath. He was constantly trying to catch his breath during that whole thing. His hands were shaking. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to you now. My hands aren't shaking. I'm sitting here just normal. But we do this every day. We do. He doesn't. But he is out there with the trust and confidence of the American people that the charges that he are, he is bringing forth he does not are serious. Confidence. No, they're not. You do all realize all of this is bullshit is winnable on appeal. There's nothing that will hold on this. Not a thing, but not a thing. he doesn't care. You know what? Cause no, he has a history he of does this. It. Yes. He, he's got more than a history of this. He literally he's, did the same thing to, to the uh, governor of um, Virginia. Yes. 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 He, he surely did. He literally like he had him indicted and fucking and nine out of nine yes. flipped it. It was a nine zero count, but it didn't matter. He destroyed his political career. He did the same thing to what's his name, uh, Dewine or not Dewine, but uh, the the other cat that was running for president. Um, 
Anyway, he's their fucking bag man. Yeah, he is. That's yeah. that's exactly. Yeah. That is exactly who this piece of shit is. Yeah, he's their bag man. And this is it. This is my point. My point is when you got something somebody that's this dishonest that we can see in a camera that he's this dishonest. Fuck. You ain't got shit no more. I don't believe a fucking thing that anybody reports. Well, we'll, we'll, let, we'll let Jesse finish up here. Yeah, and because then we'll, we're going to listen to the whole the, his whole speech. And then we'll like straight up basically disprove everything he says. So go for it. That was special counsel Jack Smith, who looked like a bedraggled nervous wreck, dripping with anger and highly emotional. The last time Jack Smith charged a politician, the case was so weak it got tossed out of the Supreme Court unanimously. Biden's Justice Department is using obscure federal statutes to put a former president in prison for the rest of his life. These charges aren't bribery, not assault, not tax evasion, not sex trafficking. They're charging Trump under the act of 1866. It was used against the Klan, and now they're using it against Trump. Here are the specific charges. Count one, conspiracy to defraud the United States. Count two, conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Count three, conspiracy or attempt to obstruct an official proceeding. And count four, conspiracy against rights. Okay, now here's how they're saying Trump broke the law. They're saying Trump lied that the election was fraudulent when he really knew the election was clean and that these lies made it hard for the government to certify the election. Now, first, they said Trump called a bunch of state legislators in Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin, and tried to get them to investigate election fraud, hold hearings. Okay? Then the government says Trump tried to get some states to send in Trump electors instead of Biden electors. And only a tiny handful of states did that. They mailed in some Trump electors to the archivist and to the Senate. And then the Senate threw them in the garbage and ratified the Biden electors. That was it. Then they're saying Trump broke the law when he asked Pence to do the right thing, to not certify and kick it back to the states. That was a different legal interpretation than many people had at the time, but it was a difference of opinion. And it didn't matter because Pence didn't do it. And then they're saying the January 6th protesters, because of Trump's lies, slowed down the certification for a couple hours. That's it. Those are the charges. Now, I know this doesn't count in a court of law, but do you think Trump had any idea that he was breaking the law when he was asking Mike Pence not to certify? And how are you going to prove that Trump knew there wasn't any election fraud? And how are you going to prove that these were corrupt intentions if Trump thought he was doing the righteous thing? You can't. It was just politics. It's all politics. He was pushing it as far as he could, and maybe he pushed it a little too far. But should he die in prison for that? I don't think the Biden administration realizes what it's done here. It's going to give Donald Trump the opportunity to relitigate the 2020 election in federal court. This is what Donald Trump's been dying to do for the last two and a half years. He's going to have subpoena power. He's going to cross-examine witnesses. He's going to put on his own witnesses. He's going to go out and prove or try to prove there was election fraud in Philly, Vegas, Arizona, Detroit. 
And the federal government is going to have to prove that it was clean in those deep blue counties. Which, by the way, just real quick, they literally just came out with a report last week, or this week, um, that they found 35,000 illegal ballots in Detroit. And in Fulton County last month, they came out with a report in June yep. that Fulton County alone, 55,674 votes were all bullshit. Yep. So Trump yeah. was not wrong he about not the wrong. numbers because the numbers and the percentages, if you look at these counties that are now saying, wait a minute, we did find a bunch of fraudulent votes. You got to remember, this is what this man has been waiting for. Yep. I That's know. it. He has not been looking. He has been waiting for the federal charges. Now he wanted the federal charges. He's been Why for them on January sixth? For exactly. Why? That. Because now he's gonna fucking. He's gonna fricassee the fucking rest of them. So watch this. I I told y'all two years ago that after a certain point, at, very quickly after. 2020, like halfway into 2021, that Trump didn't want that president, didn't want this term that he's in right now. After a certain point, if he didn't win it right off the bat and secure the presidency back, he, do he doesn't want it because he wouldn't get his full time. He, he's been waiting for this, for exactly this. He's been waiting for this. If you're in a non- you know what I'm talking about. Think about well. Think about it for one second. Think, just here. Let me clue you in. All right. This is really simple. Think about this. He will be the first president in history that will be able to sue the government mm -hmm. for a loss of a term. <laughs> Do you know what that means? Uh huh. No, 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 it's one of the oldest articles in the book. Seriously, go look it up. If you sue the federal government for the loss of a term as a federal spokesperson for the federal government, i.e. the presidency, you get four more years. That's not on top of the four he wins this time. So he'd get eight more years. He would essentially get a third term. He would be the first president in history since George Washington to get a third term. George Washington served three terms. Yeah, I know. <sighs> wow. This was the plan from the beginning. Could be. Fuck. If we're in that timeline. It depends on what timeline we're in right now. No honestly, shit. because Shit's been so backwards and sideways. I don't think anybody knows where we're at right now. We've been spinning through the cosmos as everybody else would tell us. Okay. That's going to be a fun one to follow. So Trump's due in court on Thursday for the January 6th charges. So in case you're keeping score at home, Donald Trump will be on trial in three different courtrooms next year, an election year, while he's running for president, while he's fundraising, and while he's debating. So he'll be in court on bookkeeping charges with Stormy Daniels in Manhattan in March. Okay, you're, stand you're by. Right, Texas you're right, FBI Texas Trout. He terms. did. He did. Yep. You're right. He will be the first president since FDR to have three terms. Yep. So that would be pretty ridiculous because he can sue them for it if he wins. Understand where that lawsuit would take place, too.
<laughs> you guys are going to love this because all you Q weenies are going to go, you're not, you're fucking kidding me. Where would it take place? <laughs> the Supreme Court. <laughs> what? Yes. Yes. This lawsuit would take place in the Supreme Court. <laughs> well, it couldn't take place anywhere else. Yeah. No, there's no other court there's that no could handle court. it. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is, that is the, no, 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 pull us back up. That is the ultimate fuck around to find out. Seriously. Think about it. If he does, if this works, if it works, it's very questionable. If it was even some of the most astute legal scholars out there have said, now there's no chance of this. Normally when the astute legal scholars say that there's no chance there's absolutely a fucking chance because the one thing they don't rely on is people's will people will will shit to come together they will fucking fix it you have never ever seen a motivated person looking to get paid to make shit come i have done it I have done it on job sites. I have made shit work where there was no way that that shit was going to work, but I figured it out. You know what I'm talking about, especially if you do the type of job I do. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Well, they are willing shit right now. Watch this. We'll see. That'd be epic. He'll be in a Florida courtroom beginning in May on the Mar-a-Lago documents case. And he'll be in a D.C. courtroom on the January 6th charges, probably in the spring as well. He needs a body double. And this is a D.C. jury in a case overseen by an Obama-appointed judge who has got a nasty track record. Oh, and there's another Georgia election-related grand jury considering charging Trump. So he can have four trials next year. And we also may be looking at a President Biden impeachment trial next year as well. So, legally speaking, really, Trump's gonna right, have just to to back him up on this. Okay, um, Ty, Ty, I can't even pronounce this bitch's name. What's uh, her name? Tanya Chutkin. Chutkin. Tanya Chutkin. Okay, she is a. Uh, oh, she hates January sixth. She's an over overseeing the criminal trial of uh, President Donald Trump and the events leading up to the January sixth attack. She is. Uh, absolutely disgusting um i posted something about her on instagram earlier this evening and everybody's going go figure yeah she 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 especially hates j6ers she really hates j6ers yeah there's a lot of shit there yep it's bad she's like she's all of them. she's horrible and now she gets a chance to try trump yeah this yeah. is gonna go over good for us and i'll get turned over on appeal though yeah to pay lawyers a lot of money and if he's convicted, he will not go to prison. He'll be freed on appeal. And he'll be able to appeal these federal charges all the way to the Supreme Court, which will take a while, probably until after the election. And there's no way the Supreme Court of the United States is going to uphold a conviction of a former president close to 80 years old. That's not how the court operates, especially on something as political as this. Now, the timing of this indictment was coordinated to take the heat off Biden. This is the third time this has happened. You ready? On March 17th, Hunter admitted the laptop was his. And on the very next day, Trump received word Alvin Bragg was indicting him in New York. On June 8th, an FBI document broke that Ukraine paid Biden a $5 million bribe. 
And the next day on June 9th, Biden's DOJ indicts Trump on the Mar-a-Lago documents. Yesterday, on July 31st, a Biden insider told Congress that Biden spoke with Hunter Biden's business partners dozens of times. And Hunter was paid handsomely to get his dad to fire the prosecutor in Ukraine. And then today, August 1st, Biden's Justice Department indicts Trump on January 6th charges. This isn't a coincidence. Anytime Biden's in trouble, Trump pays for it. And the news cycle flips. Now, Donald Trump is a runaway favorite to wrap up the Republican nomination and is currently tied with Joe Biden in yesterday's New York Times poll in the general. 43-43. Astonishingly, after these political war crimes have been perpetrated on him, Donald Trump is in the best position he's been in so far to win re-election. Can you believe that? At which point he'll have to pardon himself immediately. And don't you think for a second he's not going to unleash hell on all of his political enemies. This is only the beginning of politicians putting other politicians and their families in prison. Sad we had to go down this road, but this is where we are, and now we have to finish it. Hey, Sean Hannity here. Hey, click here to subscribe. No, no, we, we don't have to finish it. No. What we need to do, America, is, first of all, one thing I have learned, and this is after several 20-plus years of doing it, one thing I have learned is you cannot trust the federal government to do what we can do. Folks, I'm sorry. We cannot trust them. How can you trust them? You're going to trust the FBI to go put these ass clowns in jail. No. Really? Really? No. I mean, seriously, they have told us over and over again. Oh, don't worry about it. 2020. That was a straight up election. Don't worry about this jab. I'm going to put in your arm. You're going to be fine. It's going to be okay. Get the fuck out of here. They've tried to kill you. They've tried to silence you. They've tried to put you in jail. They've tried to take you parents out of the picture where your kids can do whatever they want to themselves. Seriously? You take these ass clowns serious for any amount of time? How? I can't. There's not a man in this world who's got two nuts that swing between his legs that believes this bullshit that we're seeing on the fucking TV every goddamn night. Because if there is, I, I have a solution for you. It, it sometimes can be painful, depending on the wind. But if it's not, it works just like a charm. Trust me, you'll never even know it's coming. You won't even hear it when it's fired. By the time that clap gets to you, let me tell you something, son. You have learned something about Jesus and about just how good of a shot I am. Lindsay said, the only way I'll believe anything is legit is if Mick is the last person they see. Don't worry, there's 18 of those that have that coming. Um, this is more like 36, but anyway. No, 18 specifically. Don't go, <laughs> don't go overboard. You, no, no, no. You're, I allotted, have, you're, allotted, I you're allotted 18. Don't go overboard. Uh, um, what uh, someone asked in the chat earlier, and I don't think you saw it in the pill chat, what for asking for a friend, I think Anemone asked, um, what was the longest shot you ever, you ever made? Me? Yeah. Longest distance. 
1,294 meters. So just over a mile, 3,000 feet, one mile, 4,000 feet, a a tenth of a mile. Okay. So uh, it was out there. Mm -hmm. It was enough that when we heard the reverb from the metal, it took about 11 seconds for us to hear it. There you go. Okay. Anyway. So that's the longest shot I've ever made. Uh, That was, uh, that was a cold bore shot. That was a morning shot. That was, uh, I was in a school. So let me make sure that I air out all the bullshit. Okay. It wasn't anything that I killed. I made a shot at a target. And I hit a piece of metal. Now, longest shot I've ever made in combat. That was 800 meters. I know exactly how far that was because when I pushed the side of my scope, the number popped up. I saw the 800 and I automatically shifted to exactly how I knew to put that bullet. And I put that bullet directly through what I had to put it through. Mm -hmm. That's the longest shot I've ever made in combat. Now, in training, yeah. I've made a, a, I've made a over a mile. Uh, it's a mile and a tenth. It's just over a mile. I used to get hit on at the hotel every once in a while, and uh, and I just look at him and I'd say, you know, my husband's a sniper, right? Because when it's different, because like uh, shooting in combat, when I was in combat, um, we had a lot of long. Actually, we had a lot of long range engagements. Um. The problem was, is when you hit those guys at a distance, you never normally wanted to go out there to find out if you got them or not. So it was never, it wasn't about fear. It was about, okay, look, we've already lost this much. We don't want to lose more. We push this much forward. We already know we met this much resistance. We might not want to go too much forward unless we got somebody backing us up. Problem was, is with the Afghans, we never had assurances that everything was working in tribal politics that we were going to have backup. So right off the bat, like one of my initial engagements way, 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 way back. I mean, I'm talking 2005, 2004, 2005. Uh, We had an engagement and um, yeah, we were supposed to have backup from a local regiment and uh, they never showed Mm -hmm. because they had an issue with the, there was a tribal uh, problem. And when we didn't have the backup, that was a problem. We had to start calling in our own shit. Well, we're going off the rails now. So, um, let's go back to listening to his, um, his Jack Smith's full indictment of Trump. Here you go. Two and a half minutes. Good evening. Watch the body language. Today, an indictment was unsealed, charging Donald J. Trump with conspiring to defraud the United States conspiring to disenfranchise voters, and conspiring and attempting to obstruct an official proceeding. The indictment was issued by a grand jury of citizens here in the District of Columbia, and it sets forth the crimes charged in detail. I encourage everyone to read it in full. The attack on our nation's capital on January 6, 2021, was an unprecedented assault on the seat of American democracy. As described in the indictment, it was fueled by lies. Lies by the defendant targeted at obstructing a bedrock function of the US government, the nation's process of collecting, counting, and certifying the results of the presidential election. 
The men and women of law enforcement who defended the U.S. Capitol on January 6th are heroes. They are patriots and they are the very best of us. They did not just defend a building or the people sheltering in it. They put their lives on the line to defend who we are as a country and as a people. They defended the very institutions and principles that define the United States. Since the attack on our Capitol, the Department of Justice has remained committed to ensuring accountability for those criminally responsible for what happened that day. This case is brought consistent with that commitment, and our investigation of other individuals continues. In this case, my office will seek a speedy trial so that our evidence can be tested in court and judged by a jury of citizens. In the meantime, I must emphasize that the indictment is only an allegation and that the defendant must be presumed innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt in a court of law. I would like to thank the members of the Federal Bureau of Investigation who are working on this investigation with my office, as well as the many career prosecutors and law enforcement agents from around the country who have worked on previous January 6th investigations. These women and men are public servants of the very highest order, and it is a privilege to work alongside them. Thank you. So, uh, okay. That, that so, dude is so really wait. Good friends first, with the janitor at the Puzzle Palace. First, I got a question. Got a question for all of my true, true potheads. Out Someone there. get that man a drink of water. Yeah, no shit. Did you all hear that? Did you hear that? Little cotton mouth going on there, dude. Mm -hmm. Like cotton mouth is actually also a uh, sign of uh, lying, by the way, mm -hmm. just in case you're wondering. Um, mm -hmm. It's something that we, uh, in law enforcement, we we used to like to fuck with we give you crackers what happens when you have crackers and you have cotton mouth oh that's right. <laughs> it's called what we call cement mouth mm -hmm. and we know right then and there that you're fucking high mm -hmm. and then we know all we got to do is take your blood mm -hmm. that's it that's how we do it i'm telling you right now we're not fucking dumb it's simple because when you give somebody saltines and they got cotton mouth, it becomes cement mouth because you can't chew shit or swallow anything. All right. Well, uh, Trump's lawyer went on CNN last night with the Caitlin. This Craig. is outstanding. And uh, this is funny. This is the best thing you'll ever see. Trust me. Joining me now is the former president's newest attorney to his team, John Laro. John, thanks so much for being here tonight. You've read through this indictment. What is your defense going to look like? Well, it's basically a regurgitation of the J6 committee report, but our focus is on the fact that this is an attack on free speech and political advocacy. And there's nothing that's more protected under the First Amendment than political speech. So at the, at the end, our defense is going to be focusing on the fact that what we have now is an administration that has criminalized the free speech and advocacy of a prior administration during the time that there is a political election going on. That's unprecedented. We've never seen that in the United States, in the history of the United States. So literally what we have is an attack and uh, really an, an effort to, to not only criminalize but also censor free speech. Donald Trump had every right to advocate for his position. While he was president, he saw irregularities, he saw deficiencies 
in the election process. He raised those. He was being told under oath by people around the country that there were problems with the election. He also saw in real time that the rules were changing without the state legislatures weighing in. And ultimately, he had every right, in fact, a responsibility as a United States president to raise those issues. And now his advocacy is being criminalized. Well, those are secretaries of state who were making those changes in those states because of the, the pandemic that was happening. You talk about free speech. Jack Smith noted Trump's right to free speech and to contest the election results. But what he says in this indictment is that when that did not work, the defendant, your client, pursued unlawful means of discounting legitimate votes and subverting the election results. And that that is why he is being char charged here, not because of anything related to free speech. Yeah, but that's factually inaccurate because the ultimate request that Mr. Trump made to Vice President Pence was pause the, the vote counting, allow the states to weigh in ultimately and audit or recertify. And under Article 2, uh, Section 1, Clause 2, the, the, the actual responsibility for qualifying electors is in the state legislatures. Mr. Trump had the advice of counsel, Mr. Eastman, who was one of the most respected constitutional scholars in the United States, giving him advice and guidance. That's pure politics. You may disagree with it, and people have spirited arguments about the law all the time, and that's why lawyers are in business. But we've never had a situation where a spirited debate about the Constitution has become a criminal case. What's going to happen when, when there's a Republican administration? Is there going to be an effort to criminalize speech by Democrats? Is there going to be an effort to characterize something that a Democrat politician says that's not, uh, that doesn't meet some kind of truth standard at the, at the Department of Justice, that that's going to be the subject of a criminal indictment? We've now entered a constitutional cool. abyss as a result of this indictment. But, John, I should note that you're saying that he was just asking him to send them back. No, I was just talking to the chief of staff who was with Pence that day. He said he was being asked to do something illegal that Pence did not have the right to do to reject them. And you mentioned the attorneys there uh, that you say, John Eastman, he's a co-conspirator in this indictment. I should note, in the indictment list, all of the people who told Trump that his claims about election fraud weren't true, including the vice president, senior Justice Department leaders, the director of national intelligence, CISA, which, of course, is in charge of making sure elections in the U.S. What? are secure, senior White House attorneys, campaign what? staffers, okay. but, but state legislators that you just well, mentioned there in the courts. Right. What was not true, that, that there were states where ballots were sent out without people asking for them, where there were changes in verification, where there were instances where ballots were not being supervised at drop-off places. The, the president was told, given advice, that under these circumstances, the state legislatures have the ultimate ability to qualify electors. He followed that advice. Now, you may disagree as to whether or not those things actually occurred or not. That's why we have political debate. We don't have criminal trials over that. We have the discussion but like we're just having. But it matters if those things actually occurred or not, John. Not under the First Amendment. It matters if those things no. actually occurred because... Not, not at all, because it, under the it First Amendment... It doesn't matter if it was actually fraud. No, no, the First Amendment allows... But, John, let me stop you there, because yeah. if, if he's saying that there was fraud, the First Amendment doesn't allow the President of the United States to go and claim there was fraud when he was told 
there was not fraud and then try to subvert the election by overturning legitimate electors. The I mean, it says Amendment it right here in the actual indictment. Absolutely. The First Amendment protects so, all so it prote If we're going to have a, a situation where the Department of Justice is going to fact check politicians and indict politicians for political speech and whether or not they're factually accurate, then this country will shut down politically because it's a never-ending cycle of tit-for-tat. And that's the risk of injecting politics into the criminal justice system. So right now, people disagree with President Trump. What's going to happen four years from now if somebody disagrees with President Biden in terms of what he said during the election? That's why we don't criminalize political speech. Political speech under the First Amendment has, has an almost absolute protection. Nobody gets to judge whether it's true or not except the American people. No, no, we no, do no, that in an election. She's going to say something. We do that in the case stop, of the president. Seriously. Seriously. We don't have that much time left, and I want to get through it. Oh, my God. No, no, no. This is outstanding. So what her brain just melted because what she just realized that they're about to do is they're about to criminalize the same thing that they're going to be able to come back after the next president about. Uh -huh. She just realized that yeah. it's so epic. This is this has to happen okay. because Trump had this. She had to have this plan. Absolutely. But we don't indict people John, for speech. I got to stop you there. But Trump is not being indicted for lying here. He is being indicted for using unlawful means of discounting legitimate votes and trying to subvert the election results. Well, what's the unlawful means? There, there was an effort to get alternate electors. That he was trying to, to which overturn is, which is a protocol yes, fake electors that, who were that not legitimate. Was, that was used in 1960 by John Kennedy. And it was a protocol that was constitutionally accepted. So there's nothing wrong about that. In fact, in the indictment itself, it doesn't allege that there was anything wrong. And the final ask that Mr. Trump made to Vice President Pence was simply pause the voting. There's nothing inherently unconstitutional or illegal about that. In fact, he had an, an opinion from a very well-known constitutional scholar that said that's fine, that that's legal. Mr. Trump is not a lawyer. He's a His own attorney general, general and official said that that was that no. that was not fine. That that was certainly illegal. That he was asking them. They weren't Absolutely just asking for not. a pause. He was asking to overturn the legitimate results. But John, let me ask you because he, you're he running was, point on this. Is Trump asked, going to show up in person? He was John, asked. He was asked. Let me ask you let me this. Just Is Trump going that. to show up in person for his arraignment on that's Thursday? Up, that's up to the court. You know, the court makes those decisions. So we're prepared um, to follow whatever the court rules are. John, the judge issued a summons and he will appear either virtually or in person. Okay, so it's not clear if it's virtually or in person. It's, but one thing to get back to, to there, it's up he's to the not judge just asking for a pause. The, your client. No, no, no. You have to look at his last. John, your you client have to look is at what tape. he said. You have to look at what he said at the ellipse. Have you read the ellipse John, speech? John, you got to let me finish my no, no, point no. here. When you, Your client, John, when you look is at the on tape speech, with the exactly former what he said. the Secretary of State of the State of Georgia. John, you got to let me finish my point here. Go I'm ahead. letting you finish your point. Absolutely. But he, your Go client ahead. is on tape with the former, with the Secretary of State from the State of Georgia asking him to find him one more vote than he would need to win the state. That's not asking for a pause. He's he, asking for votes that he did not get in that election. He was asking for the Secretary of State to That's identify indictment, votes that were not counted properly and factor that in. And by the way, that, that discussion took place with dozens of people on a phone call 
with lawyers involved, and no one was suggesting doing anything illegal. And no one during that call said, Mr. President, that's beyond the bounds. This is politics. This indictment is about pure politics. We engage in vigorous debate in this country about politics. What we don't do is criminalize political speech. This indictment is a game changer. It's the first time that we've taken political speech and said, we're going to criminalize it by the party that's in control against the party that's contesting the next election where the two individuals involved are going to be running for office. That is an incredible set of circumstances. John, if you believe that you have a good defense here for your client, do you believe that this trial should happen before the 2024 election? It should not interfere with the election, but really what the indictment has done is identify seven states but should it happen where, before where, there, the election? where there were irregularities. I need to look at what so-called evidence is going to be presented. I could see this trial lasting nine months or a year, but it's going to take Mr. Trump is entitled to a defense. The government has had three years to investigate this, and now they want to rush this to trial in the middle of a political season. What does that tell you? We deserve as much time as any American citizen to defend on these issues as anyone else, and for the government to have three years to do it and then expect us to do it in three weeks or four weeks is just ridiculous. Every single person in the United States is entitled to due process, including the former president. Okay, John. Well, just notable given your client was saying, you know, that they took too long to make these charges. But John Laro, thank you for joining us. I know that we will see you. you. Uh, I don't want to hear the rest of this bitch. This stupid man. Really quick for John Laro. Mm -hmm. Here you go, buddy. Thunder. 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 Thunder Get the fuck out of here. Did they take our life? But they'll never take our freedom. Then let me tell you something. Let me add to that because see the 1960 electoral college certificates that the false Trump electors say justify their gambit. Mm-hmm. No, 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 yeah. no. When Donald Trump's allies signed a false document claiming that he won several states, he lost. And then they were a legitimate presidential presidential electors. They claim with an excuse that the Democrats did it first 60 years earlier in Hawaii. Their explanation relied heavily on the 1960 election between John F. Kennedy and Richard Nixon, vice president at the time. By December 1960, it was clear that Kennedy had won. Only Hawaii's result remained in doubt. Nixon prevailed by just 140 votes, according to the initial results, which were certified by the governor. A recount was underway by de- December 19, December 19th, 1960, when presidential electors across the nation were required by Nixon, by Nixon's Hawaii electors met, um, required by law. Oh, Nixon's Hawaii electors met and cast their three votes in an official ceremony, but nearby Kennedy had three elector nominees gathered to sign their own certificates, delivering them to Washington as though Kennedy had won the state. The Hawaii episode became a important flashpoint for prosecutors to scrutinize whether the pro-Trump electors broke any laws. Justice Department leaders say that the matter is under investigation and several Democratic secretaries of state and attorney generals have similarly raised the specter of crimes like mail-in or election fraud. On January 6th, the committee is probing the false electors and the evidence coordination between the Trump campaign and the White House. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Bullshit. So there's a lot we didn't get to tonight. Um, new, so it happened. New Tucker episode dropped tonight with uh, Devin did. Archer. We got to um, We will play that tomorrow. First um, thing. First thing. As well as uh, they are trying. I mean, they are. He's right. They are indicting Trump for free speech. We'll get to some reactions about that as well as, you know what? If they're going to indict Trump for lying, then there's a whole Congress full of people that they can go after next because mm-hmm. every fucking one of them has lied at one point or another. And fuck it. If Trump's in jail, they all should, we need to start building more jails because they should all be there, right? But they're right there with them. <laughs> more jails. Shit. We just need to make the ones that we got bigger. Whatever. Um, you know, let out the potheads and put in the Congress people. Bingo. Then we're Done. fine. Perfect. We're good. Yeah. Even. So, Even so Steven. Basically, I already have like most of our content for tomorrow. So hopefully nothing big breaks. But if it does, of course, we'll cover that too. True. Either way. We'll be back tomorrow night, uh, 5.45 for the pre-show, 6 p.m. for the show. You can check out Liana, hopefully, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. You'll be back tomorrow. Yep. Liana. Hopefully. Everybody was, like, looking for you today, and you weren't there. Well, and everybody's upset. I know. I'm glad she wasn't there, because I was with my mom, so I wouldn't have been able to <laughs> Maybe you should have let her listen. Hmm. Maybe hearing it from Liana, somebody else different. Maybe. Okay. Anyway, either way, we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. for the regular show, 5.45, the pretty show, and the lovely Liana, 905, both on Pilled and on Rumble. Or you can check out uh, uh, Vince with Morning Vince Coffee. With morning coffee yep. Over on the real, red pill. 11.30 Eastern. 11.30 off Eastern. the rails tomorrow. That's up to Belushi. Belushi, we in for off the rails tomorrow? I'm good for it. I guess. He popped in here for a minute. I saw him a little bit ago. If, uh, if you want us. Yeah. We're there. Absolutely. Either way, uh, we will be back tomorrow night. Uh, we will see you then mm-hmm. for the Mick and VLIN. Have a great night, fuckers. Uh, we'll see you later. Thanks for watching, y'all. See you in the morning, Leanna. Bye, Bye girl.
if it's needed When you see it, you'll believe it If you don't love it, you can leave it Michael Jackson, you can beat it F-A-F-O-I teach you how this game go Different joints, same smoke Wake up, wear the same clothes Real redneck, I'm a piece of white trash Collar boy, but my lady's high class Got the music way up loud With a cigar in my mouth Fuck around and come find out How we do it in the South Ain't saying nothing but you're running that mouth I never take a hand out, I'm too damn proud I'm a son of the dirty South With a truck seat eye and he straight pipes loud This land, land of freedom Double barrels in case we need Man up, we'll sit your ass down We done talking, fuck around and find out Love my country, love my freedom Fuck a welfare, no, I don't need them Shotgun raids from the woods to the plate Ain't never went hungry, ain't never too late So come around here, son, running your mouth You can fuck around and find out 